We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. going on everybody welcome to the week three edition here uh, of our premium lineup hq for you guys and we're going to do something a little differently today we've been talking to you uh, a little bit about the website today we're going to focus a little bit on the app we have uh, a lot of our users use the app so uh stevie we're going to we're going to show them how to make some mme teams on the app that look reasonably well if you're in a crunch and have to make some lineups. so our team spent a lot of time on it and uh, again, I'm I'm happy to have you on board uh, as the rotating host this week, Steve. Yeah, happy to be here. Um, obviously, I play a lot more tournaments than I do in cash games, so um, uh, you know, I'm ready to talk some tournament strategy for sure. Yeah, we can talk a little bit about the app here. So our team, you know, if you haven't really used the app before, um, I, I view it as best if you're in a in a time crunch and you can't get to the website, or in general, we just have a lot of mobile users that 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 access roto grinders from the app 
So we wanted to show everybody sort of how to be able to use Lineup HU Express on your app as a premium member to make some, uh, what I view as some pretty reasonable GPP teams we were just looking at before the show. So uh, I've got it pulled up. It's right in your Roto-Grinders app here on the bottom. It says Lineup HQ. We're going to do it for DraftKings. And uh, who wants to make one lineup, Stevie? I'm going to make some multiple lineups. And we're going to make about, pretend we're playing like a 20 max and we want to focus on uh, a reasonable, uh, a small core. That's kind of what helps uh, with Lineup HQ to make some good teams. So you just kind of click through. You'll get to this first team here, and you notice first, right, if you want to play with the whole player pool, include all, right, how did I get to that? I clicked the build rules in the bottom right. This is what you should really figure out first here. Do you want to play with a whole pool, or do you want to play with just the premium filters? Stevie spends a lot of time on, on the premium filters as a contributor, and I think we have more premium filters than ever, right? I'm looking at the computer. Notorious core plays, Tuttle's cash pool, Cards GPP pool. We've got Score Patrol, JSU, who just won 100 grand last week, uh, Kyle Murray, and then we've got Blender. All of those are in the premium filters. And I think we have enough contributors now, Stevie, where if you just include only premium filters, your lineups will probably be a little chalky, but there's some GPP picks in there as well. It allows you to get access to basically the best plays of the week from the Roto Grinders experts. And your lineups come out looking pretty good because if you include all, you've got to spend a lot of time swiping left on, on guys you really don't want in the pool right now. I know the team's always working on things to make it easier on you. They're not currently in there right now. So, so my suggestion is to include only premium filters. We've got seven different filters. It's going to draw a lot of different plays. And, uh, we were looking at this pre-show. The teams come out looking pretty good if you, if you just kind of make some stacks along with it as well. Right, but it's not just using the tags, it's using CVRs as well. So yes. like you're getting, you're getting more than likely all the guys that you want. <laughs> like, you know, by the time everybody gets done tagging players and CVRs, um, you know, you're going to get the player pool that's really close to what you want outside of maybe some tournament flyers. So, um, yeah, if I'm building 20 lineups and I'm building it fast, I would definitely use the um, premium filters tab for sure. Yeah, so let's put it to 20. One of the keys, too, for NFL tournaments is stacking. And if you're a desktop user, you're aware of the upgrades this year between primary, secondary, and tertiary stacks. You have the ability to do all that on the phone. It takes up a little bit more real estate on the phone, but let me kind of show you what that is. A primary stack, this is your quarterback base stack. You can see the quarterbacks already queued in. Let's, for fun, Stevie, I, I like game stacks. Let's make some four-man game stacks on these teams really quick. I'm just going to include two pass catchers paired with my quarterback. You can see what I've done there, allowing wide receiver or tight end to be paired with my quarterback from team one. And then from my opponent, I'm going to click on the wide receiver tight end, and I'm going to throw in one pass catcher from the same game. Uh, if you wanted to make more stacks, uh, right now I'm using this in 100% of lineups. Let's say you wanted a little variety and you wanted some three-man game stacks as well. You would just click Add Primary Stack again, scroll down, do the same thing, but let's just include one wide receiver and tight end from my quarterback and one opposite, and let's split these up 50% each. So let's go over what I've done here. We can talk some tournament strategy as well here. I've made 50% of my 20 lineups, so I'm going to get 10 stacks here with one quarterback 
in two of his pass catchers, wide receiver, tight end. And then I'm going to get from the same game, but the opposite team, one wide receiver or tight end, another pass catcher. Basically what I'm doing here is I'm hoping this game scores a lot of points on both sides and it kind of vaults my team up the standings. I've also allowed maybe my, maybe just one receiver has a good game um, from my quarterback and I've split my four and three man game stacks, 50% each in the percent of lineups. What's your general strategy on that? And it's it's really cool to be able to do this on your phone very quickly, and I think it's pretty user-friendly as well. Yeah, I think the upgrades this season to the lineup HQ have changed the game when it comes to game stacking and stacking in general. Like, my general strategy is usually a, a three three-person, like whether it be – I always obviously quarterback, but I like the running back wide receiver tight end. Um, you know, we, we saw a lot of articles before the season on optimal stacks for high ROI and you know, I play tournaments for high ROI. So I think that like usually it's one quarterback, one running back wide receiver tight end from my team and then one from the other team. We, we've just seen, we've seen football in general, NFL football in general, just change so much for pass catching running backs that we see these running backs have big games, even with their quarterbacks having big games. So general strategy, but I usually do like two to four primary stacks. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, you know, there's so many different ways that you could do it. You know, if I want to do simple, I can do a quarterback with a pass catcher on my own team, no game stack, just get something simple. But when I'm doing a 20 entry max tournament, I almost always game stack. I'm looking for that high, you know, t- return. And most of the sites you're playing on these 20 entry max tournaments, they, they still have a ton of people in them. So you're still playing against a lot of entries. You're still going to need close to the nuts. So, um, I look for the game stacks. I, I like the game stacks for sure. Yeah. The play action on DraftKings, $3, 20 max, but you're, you have to beat 634,000 people, <laughs> right? So you gotta, you gotta do some crazy things if, if you were trying to play that. And I think you can make some good lineups on the app, uh, especially if you use the filters. I want to go over a couple of the other options they give you here. Again, I've used include premium for only filter players. I think if you're using the app, you're trying to sort of make teams quick. And that's probably going to give you your best lineups uh, using the app, if you ask me. Um, we have the ability to add second and third stacks. This would be take if you wanted running back defense pairings. You can do all that right on here. I think for time's sake, I'm not going to post it. If you wanted to force a running back and a wide receiver from a different game into that same stack, right? So now in my four-man game stack of X game, I've now got a running back wide receiver from Y game into that same lineup, which I mean, for a 600,000 person tournament, this is the kind of stuff that really can vault you up these really large field tournaments for the sake of time. I'm not going to do that. Um, Actually, I don't even know. Maybe I am going to do that. So I'll just set that to zero actually to make sure we don't use it. And you can add some other stacks in here too. So you have the full fledged stack building from the the website desktop version in mobile, which is really crazy and allows you to make some really strong lineups pretty quickly. Um, the other thing is if you're doing on the app, we give you a couple quick uh, things on max exposure. If you don't, if you want a wide swath of players, you can at 25%. If you're okay getting a little bit more concentrated, I think 50 is fine. If you want a custom amount, we allow you to do that as well. Uh, I think 50 or 25 is probably how I would play if I'm, if I'm going pretty quickly on the app. Uh, range of outcomes, 
Uh, all that does is kind of, it sort of changes the projections around a little bit to allow for a little bit of diversity, to allow your lineups to be different from another person that's also using the same set of projections. If you want the absolute best optimal plays based off the Roto-Grinders projections, if you use zero, your lineups are probably going to start to look really chalky. And depending on your your field size might not be the most ideal teams to make. I think if you're using the app, setting it at 25%, allows for a little diversity and lets you have some fun. The number of uniques, as long as you're using the stacks, you're probably not going to need to really think about that too much. But as a general rule in your tournaments, two or three is probably how you want to go on those. I'm just going to set it at three on that. And Stevie, I think we're done here. Uh, what, what do you say we kick back? Let's click done on that. Let's see what our lineups look like. You can change them if you don't like them. It all works pretty quickly. Let's see what lineup HQ. Let, let's see if all these uh, premium tags. Let's see if these guys know what they're talking about. Stevie. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> if you have more time, like if you're Brett's talking, if like you're building fast, if you have more time, obviously you can use the app as well. Um, and you don't want to use just premium filters, like you know, I would suggest going game by game or position by position because, <laughs> like you said, there's a lot of swiping. A lot of swiping, Brett. Yeah. I know you're used to a lot of swiping, but not anymore. Not I'm getting married, right? So I used, that, that I used is to true. Do, I used to do that, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, honestly, that first lineup that pulled up right there, yeah, um, great, looks really solid. Yeah, so we got Murray with Kirk, and we're running it back with Samuel, right? We made all game stacks. This is the three man that hit. We spent fifty percent three man. 50% four man, and it's just loaded with basically what I would consider some of the best plays. But look at this. We got a low owned Vikings defense, a low owned TJ Hawkinson. Curtis Samuel isn't projected to have a lot of ownership either. So it's a, I think this is a fine tournament lineup. We've got some of the chalkier plays. We've got some low ownership. Could this lineup win? I, I think it's certainly possible. If we go to the next one, We've got Lamar Jackson to Mark Andrews to Sammy Watkins and, and what's basically the game of the week, again, with a lot of what I would consider to be pretty good plays. Now we have two tight ends in here. Do I really want two tight ends in some of my lineups? And if I was making 20, probably not. But let's see let's see what I can do here. If I can um, – can I edit this? I know there's a way to do it. I'm clicking around. Maybe I can on this specifically. But um, – I've got Howard. You can export it in the CSV, and then you can change it on the DraftKings app pretty easily. So that would just be something you'd have to kind of go look at. If I scroll down, remember we added some four-man stacks. Let me take uh, a couple looks at one of those. See if I can find one. I think I forgot to assign my percentages correctly. So it looks like we're just looking at the the three-man stacks. Uh, so let's go back and correct my mistake, Stevie. So I did something uh, wrong on this. I want to use all 100. I want some four-man game stacks. So let me go back and correct my error on this. And let's build 20 lineups, and you'll see very quickly I'll get a bunch of four-man stacks. Uh, I've got Murray, Andrews. Um, actually, wait, I did something else wrong on this one. 100, 100, let me use this, that's zero actually, let's use the second stack, 100, let me make sure I'm getting all my teams correct, that's the one thing, always check your teams, make sure they're you're getting what you kind of want out of them, and if they don't look right, 
go back and and the optimizer is really only going to let you do sort of sort of what you want it to do. So again, I've got Winston to Evans and I'm running it back with Ingram, but I've also got a, a couple of additional correlations in these, which is really nice. Again, Winston, Howard, Ingram. If I scroll down, I'll start getting a couple other teams. You know, I've got Murray to Demir Bird, right? Low owned 3K. He's playing all the snaps. I like that one with Greg Olson and then a bunch of the chalk all around it. So, you know, it just allows you to make some, some pretty good teams. And the cool thing is if you export it, let me show you how to do this. You save your CSV file. So I'm just going to save it real quick to a random folder on my phone. I can then go to DraftKings and I've already synced up my DraftKings and I can upload the CSV. If I go, you know, where did I save this right on my phone? Click that, and you'll see now all those lineups. If I go to the DraftKings app or use the mobile, all those lineups I just made are now on DraftKings, and I can just go to any tournament I want and click those lineups in there very quickly. So it's a pretty quick and efficient way uh, to, to get your lineups on DraftKings if you're in a hurry. Now I just go to the lobby. If I want to play the play action, click on that and just start entering all the teams pretty quickly. It's it's pretty fluid and uh, basically a really easy way to get your teams on there, Steven. Yeah, like you can build 20 teams in 30 minutes, um, and, you know, that's what apps are for, convenience and time. So um, you're at work and you're on your lunch break on Sunday morning and you want to build 20 teams for a tournament, mm-hmm. go at it. Yeah, and all these teams, basically what I wanted, I got my my game stacks. I've got, you know, on row 13, Winston. I've got O.J. Howard. I'm running it back with Evan Ingram. And it's all basically, there's a lot of chalkier plays around them. But these lineups look pretty good. They're heavily correlated. And I think they can, you know, could take down a tournament if needed, if 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 they work out. So it allows you to make good lineups quickly. And uh, you can just start entering them on the, on the DraftKings or FanDuel app pretty quickly. So uh, a quick tutorial on you guys on how to use lineup HQ express. Uh, I I was always surprised to know just how many users use mobile for DFS between being on the the DraftKings player committee and them telling me the percent of people that use mobile as a DFS player. And then I know at Roto grinders, uh, so many of our users also use mobile. I'm a, I'm a hardcore desktop user, right? That's where I use lineup HQ, but if you're in a hurry, our teams work pretty hard to make this available to you. So use it if you need to. It's there for you uh, if you're a premium member, Steve. Yeah, take advantage of the tools at hand. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tools, we'll talk about Gridiron HQ, a new thing for you guys in just a second. But that's going to do it for the Lineup HQ Express part of the show. Uh, now we're going to talk about some plays of the week. Now we're on to the uh, week three portion of the show where Stevie and I are going to talk – some of our favorite stacks, how to manipulate lineup HQ using the rules and the, the stacks page to kind of get the lineups we want to do this week. So Stevie, let's, uh, let's first start off uh, on the stacks page. One of the things I like to do, even if I'm making a hundred or 150 lineups, I either like to hand build or hand select maybe somewhere between five to 20 of those lineups, depending how much time I have in the day to make sure I'm getting exactly some of the main stacks that I want this week. So I've got this set up to make 20 lineups. You can think of this way if you, if whether you're making uh, five or whether you're making 150, I like to have a little bit of manual control 
over some of those teams. So you've got a couple of stacks you want to make sure we get specific, uh, we, we specifically get in our 20 lineups, regardless of what lineup HQ wants to give us this week. So let's show off the stack finder and we'll basically force these couple of specific stacks into our build. Yeah, like the I like the Giants and Tampa game a lot. I, you know, if you were on Twitter at all last week, Jameis Winston, everybody hates Jameis Winston all of a sudden. So um, I love jumping on players that people are down on. The Giants' defense has been terrible. D- Daniel Jones has to be equivalent or better than Eli Manning. It doesn't get worse than Eli Manning at this point. So um, I think the Giants are going to be able to score some points. There's so many different ways you can run four or five man stacks from this game. Let's uh, so make just, one at, one on each side. Do you want to focus okay. on on game stacks and how many people tied to the quarterback? Um, I want game stacks. I, I think that you know three three would be easy. Um, you know, I don't want any running backs. I don't think from the from the Tampa side, but from the Giants side, obviously, if you're gonna stack the Giants, you know, you want Barkley in there. So All right. let me let me explain kind of how we're doing this real quick. So the stack finder, this allows you to kind of force in specific things you want, no matter what, into your build. So what I currently have here is I've selected the Giants. I've got Daniel Jones with a receiver or tight end. So think of that as Sterling Shepard or Evan Ingram with the ability to also have Saquon, Shepard, any of the receivers or Evan Ingram, and then running it back with a Tampa Bay wide receiver or tight end. So so you like you you like Daniel Jones stacks this week? He's so cheap. Yeah. All right. So let's take a look at these. You click find stacks and we basically pre-build for you based on fantasy points. You could sort by all sorts of fun stuff. If you want the lowest owned of whatever that's going to be, you can click that. I always like to do high to low projected points. So what do you want to stack with Daniel Jones and who's your favorite running back option on Tampa Bay? Well, I think Godwin's my favorite running back option. So your left side, either either of those top two on the left side would be the stack set like I'm going to be running this weekend. You can see Shep Ingram, I think, although tight end this week's a little dicey because there's there's the really known quantities. You get Shepard back. Uh, if you're thinking it from an ownership perspective, it looks like Shepard uh, is going to be a little bit less owned than Evan Ingram too. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll out the Sterling Shepard one because there's a couple of tight ends I definitely want. And I don't know if I want Evan Ingram tied to Daniel Jones. I think I want to maybe use a, one of the other tight ends in this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this. And what it does when you click plus is up on the top here. It's now added in here. And if you just add a one, I know it says one percent, um, but if you just put one, it's smart enough to know the math behind this that I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of these in my 20 lineups. Uh, the other thing you you also like the other side of this game, but you mentioned you didn't want. If you have Jameis, right, you really don't want Peyton Barber in there. Um, no. <laughs> so you can you can deselect the running back. If, but I I think Saquon, if you flip it around, he's certainly viable as well on the other side. Correct, right? Like I, yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. So we'll leave him in there. And now, right, I've gone from the Giants over here, and now I've just got Tampa Bay, and I've got two of the pass catchers with Saquon, Shepard, or Evan Ingram. And right, I'll just click a couple of stacks. It's pre-selected them for me. I mean, you could take your pick of a lot of them here. I don't really think you can go wrong with any of these top ones. Yeah, it just really depends on like who you want to run it back with. I'd run it back with Barkley or Ingram as my top two options. I think that Daniel Jones is going to take high percentage throws, um, and Barkley is going to be a guy that's probably going to get like eight targets this week. Ingram's going to get ten plus targets. So, if I'm looking for a game stack, 
I'm looking for the production. So um, I love OJ Howard this week for tournaments as well. So mm-hmm. he, he's just let everybody down. Everybody's going to be off of him. So what what about what about the lower own Mike Evans? Right, I think Evans is still. He's got plenty of a dot. He's disappointed. I mean, what happens in week one and two? I mean, it doesn't always happen in week three. So let's take a little bit of a stancer. How about Evans and Howard, the two guys who have disappointed, and running it back with maybe Saquon? I, I think that's pretty reasonable there. What do you th- what do you think about that one? Yeah, I like that one. That's good. All right, let's uh, let's click the plus on that. Again, scroll up, and I'll get uh, one of those. So this is how you, if you want a little bit more manual control over the optimizer and lineup HQ, you can hand pick out a select few stacks that you want to make sure you get somewhere uh, in your pool without even really kind of limiting the player pool or anything like that. So uh, those are two good ones from Stevie. The key to that is when you click back to back stack options, when you go to uh, quick stacks, this is the whole key. Use save stacks as primary quick stacks. So if this is checked, it's going to force in these two. If you want to make builds, not forcing those in, the stacks stay, but unchecking this just lets the optimizer basically run as is. So if you want to use them, make sure that's checked. That's kind of one of the big keys there. And I really like how it's set up, how these don't disappear. They stay there, and there's there's a quick toggle to turn them on and off. So uh, I like those two teams. And we we just talked about in the earlier one, we like game stacks, and uh, I always like to go through. So we, we left some with Saquon. Um, I like that. I want to show some people how I have been using this uh, so far this season. So if you want to allow running backs into your pool, this is probably how you want to do it. You want to create specific stacks with running backs, right? So I've got a run. This is a four-man game stack, but I'm allowing running backs in. Um, but the key is to click this and allow it only to specific teams. So I've been graying it out, and you, you just got to kind of think about it a little bit. Uh, as Stevie mentioned, am I okay getting Saquon in my giant stacks? I think so, yes. But since I'm not okay getting Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones, I don't have Tampa Bay checked here. Am I okay getting, uh, let's see here, Delvin Cook in my Minnesota stacks? I think I'm right on the fence on that, but I think I'm okay doing that. So I, I'd leave that in there. Uh, of course, I'm okay getting Austin Eckler paired with Phillip Rivers. That's basically the the nut quarterback running back combo so far this season. Uh, if I'm running Kyle Allen or Cam Newton, am I okay getting Christian McCaffrey in there? Yes. So that's how you want to use this. You don't want to apply it to a ton of lineups, anywhere from 5% to maybe 15%, depending on how many running backs you actually want. I, I tend to like stacks more with my pass catchers. But if I set that at, at 10% and we're making 20 lineups, two of my teams are basically going to get running backs. And then if all I'm making is four-man game stacks, uh, this is what the other one would look like, right? Running back or quarterback, two targets from his team, one target from the other one. And because I set that at 90% on the first or 10% on the first one, I would just set that to 90% on this one. And if you limit your player pool earlier, you don't have to be as super specific on this. But again, you, you kind of got to think about this. Which teams would you want this coming from? Uh, you know, if you don't think Cincinnati can support Andy Dalton with two pass catchers and running it back with John Brown, 
maybe you would leave Cincinnati unchecked. You, you know, is are, are the Jets going to put up 40 points on the Patriots? Probably not. So just think about the the teams and, and who's in your player pool as you click all these things, and uh, you'll you'll allow yourself to make some pretty reasonable lineups uh, pretty quickly on it. So I'm going to click a couple of teams here to show you guys how it all works together. Um, got build 20 lineups. Let's see what comes out here. I've got this checked, so we'll we'll make sure I have this Daniel Jones stack. We'll make sure I have this Jameis Winston stack in here. How do you do that? Well, let's find out. Let's find Daniel Jones. You can click right here on the 5%. We've had this for a long time. A lot of you guys don't even know that. But now it sees just my Daniel Jones lineup. And what do you know, Stevie? I've got Saquon. I've got Shepard. I've got Chris Godwin. Let's go back to the Shepard, Barkley, Chris Godwin. So the exact the exact stack I wanted, because I had Daniel Jones in here, guess what? It's right there for us, and it all works together pretty seamlessly. Uh, now, I don't know if I'd want Mike Gusecki again. I didn't really go back and, and kind of take everybody out of my player pool. That's one of your first steps you should do. But uh, I got exactly what I wanted there, and I'm going to assume our Jameis Winston, Evans, Howard, Saquon, uh, we've got the value play of the week, Devin Smith, Demir Bird in here as well, right? We're really mid-maxing this lineup to jamming McCaffrey, jamming Julio Jones. That's what uh, Lineup HQ gave us. So there's a lot of firepower in this lineup. If the two value plays come through, right, I, I think that lineup has some some pretty big potential there. Yeah, um, obviously there's a lot of upside um, in that lineup, so I like that lineup. Bird and Smith, let's, let's do it. <laughs> if you didn't want, let's like, so we see how this lineup comes up. Uh, the other thing I want to spend some time on is talking about groups. Let's say you didn't want, you know, both of those guys in your same lineup, which I think is probably pretty reasonable, right? You don't want the optimizer completely throwing in all the value plays. Uh, if you didn't want Bird and Smith in the same lineup, uh, where is he? This is what you would do. Um, use zero to one. And what that would do is it would, because this is not at two, it would only allow one of those, you know, super, super value wide receivers to kind of show up in your lineup. I actually like Bird quite a bit this week. Um, he's a full time player in Arizona. Uh, he's got 14 targets over the past two weeks. I'm, if he, I don't know if he's going to be 0.10%. I think it's probably going to be somewhere like one to three, but. Uh, I, I'm going to have, it seems, hey, I might have 5% Demir Bird, but if our projections are hold, right, uh, for ownership, that's way, way, way over the field. So he's someone I'm pretty interested in. Uh, you threw a couple of groups together here really quickly. Uh, this is a Zeke group, and let's go over what we've done here for the people, and I'll let you give your reasoning on why this is a group you might set up this week. Yeah, so, like, if you're playing Dallas, obviously they have a 35-point implied total here. They're going to score some touchdowns. But if we're looking for a ceiling and if we're looking for upside, we're really not going to get a ceiling from Zeke if Dak goes off, and we're not going to get a ceiling from Dak if Zeke goes off. So using the groups, I've limited the fact that if I'm playing Zach or D- if I'm playing Dak, I'm not playing Zeke on that same team, vice versa. So – I feel like when you're playing these tournaments, the easiest thing to do is overlook small details like this. And that's, you know, why we're here to kind of help and remind people that we're playing tournaments for ceiling. We're trying to win these tournaments. We're playing against 600,000 people in most of these tournaments. Like, you know, 
It's, uh, you know, if you just, if you think you can get into lineup HQ and even lineup HQ express that we talked about earlier, click a couple of buttons and really give yourself the best chance against the best players in the world in these super large field tournaments. Sure. You can hit, but if you just think a little bit more critically about it, like Stevie just did here, it just gives you a little bit of an edge. It makes all your lineups just a little bit crisper. It gives you a little bit more equity towards the top of the field. Um, and, and let's just go over what he did. So I typed in Zeke here, zero to zero. So that means Zeke will not be used, use group only if Dak Prescott is in the lineup. So this is going to do exactly what Stevie says. If he uses Dak, he's not going to have Zeke in any lineup. He's going to get people like uh, he's going to get uh, Devin Smith we just talked about. He might get some Jason Witten. He'll get Randall Cobb. And, of course, he'll get a lot of uh, Amari Cooper in it. But he's not going to have any to Zeke. Pray that Zeke doesn't catch a couple of screens for a touchdown, Stevie. And, and I, I, I like I like a rule like this in theory. Uh, the other one we did, too, is if you wanted to keep all the New England running backs in your pool, I think for a variety of reasons you could think like this. Sony Michelle, there's ways he can have a good game. There's ways James White could have a good game, although I think he's a little bit negatively impacted by the addition of Antonio Brown. I think the receiving core is so good. Um, I, I probably won't have a James White in my player pool, but I, I think you could leave a guy like Rex Burkett. He's 3.9K. There's ways he gets 14 touches in this game and finds his way into the end zone, and that works at 3.9K. But the one thing you don't want is any of them showing up on the same lineup together. So if they're all in your player pool, you just got to, you know, depending on whether you check this box, that would eliminate it somewhat too. But if you wanted the ultimate control over your lineups, you can just set it to use zero to one of these guys. You don't really need anything else on it. But uh, I like to think, I think you could do this too with Seattle, right? You don't want Carson and Penny showing up. But I think both of them, based off last week and Carson's fumbles, could theoretically come through with a GPP winning performance. So if you had both of them in the pool, you would just kind of do the same thing, throw them both into a group here, zero to one, and then you're never going to get those two in the same lineup. And and you can think about this for a lot of different positions. You could think about it um, sort of like this with like a value wide receiver group where you don't want more than maybe one of your choice of three to four value wide receivers showing up in a lineup. Um, you know, to jam in a bunch of superstars, I think in theory that could work, but maybe not always the best type of lineup. So there's a lot of ways to use groups. We're going to keep showing you different ways to use it every single week because it's it's really kind of a game changer. Just trying to think a little bit differently about DFS than I think um, a, a lot of the general public does. Right, Stevie? Yeah, you got to remember there's so much information in general. A lot of people are playing the same types of players. So lineup construction is where we're gaining our edge still. Like, you know, taking the time and making sure your lineups are what you want them to be. Like after you run your lineup build, go through your lineups and make sure it's what you want. You can easily swap guys out. You can easily do everything you want with your lineups once it produces the lineups. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, like I, look at this. Let's take a look yeah. at this. Wentz. Aguilar to Ertz, right? Now, because I didn't limit my pool, I probably won't have Danny Amendola in my pool overall, but I've got to do something here to get my game stack um, because I have Amendola. And if I didn't want Amendola, I think the first thing I'd do is I probably would spend down from Julio. Um, I'd probably maybe just put Galladay in here 
uh, at wide receiver. And then I'd go from Amendola to are there, I mean, there's a lot of ways for a lot of these guys. I like Debo quite a bit. Uh, I think he has some upside. DK's looking pretty juicy too. Um, so I like him. Now I've also got Carson in this lineup, so maybe I don't want DK. So let's go to, to Debo in this lineup. And really quickly, I've kept my four-man game stack. I just went with Galladay. Um, I, I've got $200 left here. You can see that. And uh, do I want New Orleans against Seattle? Probably not. So maybe I go uh, to a different team on defense. Maybe I'm just going to click the Bengals um, just to kind of make the lineup full there. But there's a uh, it's really easy to change teams. We've added this this year, too. Um, you can sort by total fantasy points. But the other thing I like to do is sort salary low to high. So over here on my build rules, you can see I relaxed it. Um, I, I would probably have this tighter. I like something like a 49.5. But be, if you like to get some lower salary overall, you can see I hit a 49.2 here. So maybe I want to boost up something in this lineup to possibly make it a little bit better. So if I, if I take the Steelers defense, right, I can go all the way up to, there's a plethora of teams I think I could use this week. One I like is the Chargers, right? They're at home against Texas, uh, against Houston and Houston, uh, poor, poor Watson just takes way too many sacks. So you can edit teams very easily. You can sort by a lot of different factors as well. If I want to sort by lowest percent owned, right? So I've got a, a a lineup where there's a lot of what I would call scrubs in it, but it's Aaron Rodgers. It's the Aaron Rodgers game stack. So if I think that's okay at low ownership, I like that lineup. But if I wanted to add some higher ownership into this, uh, you could just swap a couple of things as well. You can see your team stack summary. You can see I've got a lot of Philadelphia stacks. If I didn't want as much Philadelphia, uh, I would just go over to the quarterback position. And again, I'm getting 35% Carson Wentz. I would just limit him to say 15%, rerun the lineups. And of course, a lot of things are going to change based off that. But we made it really easy to see everything you've got. Game stacks, team stacks, all that stuff very easily viewable now on Roto-Grinders. And it just lets you see what you have. You know, last year the, they made good lineups, but you couldn't really go and really fine-tune what you had. And, and we got rid of that this year, so you can really see everything that you got, Steve. Yeah, just, again, after you hit the button and you run your lineups, just take the time to go back and look at it. Um, you can easily rerun it if you need to. Like, yep. I'll rerun it six, seven, eight times before I get what I want. Yeah, I'm probably when I make the 150 lineups, I'll probably click build lineups 50 times by the time I'm I'm all done by that and by the yeah. end of the day narrowing down ownership. Well, that's some of the fun stuff and some extra thinking on this week's slate and a couple of a couple of stacks Stevie liked. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy the video. And if you ever have any questions on how to use Lineup HQ, shoot me a DM uh, on Twitter. You can send me a private message on Roto Grinders. And I'll be glad to try to help you out uh, if that's at all possible. So I think we're going to get out of here, Stevie. Uh, thanks to everybody for watching, and we out, you.